All right, everybody. Welcome back to We Dig Tennessee. I'm your host, Matt Mingus. Great to have you guys listening again. And I know we've been kind of going on a, a bi-weekly schedule, so I'm calling this one a, a quote, special edition here. Uh, on a how special it is, though, because we got Craig Ingram joining us again. Craig, what's going on, buddy? Always glad to be on the show, Matt. Thanks for having me on board. Thanks for sounding so excited to have me as a guest. <laughs> uh, I can't help it, buddy. I love to give you a hard time, man. The, uh, <laughs> well, Craig, Craig's with Tennessee 811, as you all know. Uh, and, and Tennessee 811 has been a huge, huge partner to both middle and east Tennessee chapters of NUCA. Uh, so always grateful to have them take time out of their day to join us on the show and, and thank them for everything that they do to do to help us out. So, uh, and so as of the date that this podcast here that we're recording is going to be released, it's August 11th, which in your world, Craig, is 811 Day. So kind of give us a little background on 811 Day. Yeah. So August 11th is 811 on the calendar. So it's, you know, uh, pretty easy to make the correlation between that and 811, the call before you dig service number. Uh, 811 launched in 2007 nationwide to be able to just quickly dial that three digit number on your phone. So 811 day, August 11th is just the day annually that we try to, you know, we latch onto that date. We use it as one more opportunity to remind everyone, Hey, 811 is here. This is our purpose, you know, utilize our service and help us get the word out. Um, so for the people in our industry, it's, it's nothing new, but it's one more opportunity for us to try to get the word out and promote safe digging. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and I believe if you go to the Common Ground Alliance's website, they've got 811-day toolkits and other things on there that you could use. So if you guys wanted to do something special for your organization, just go to their website, uh, CGA, the Common Ground Alliance, and uh, they've got all kinds of stuff on there that that you could utilize. And uh, Craig, do you all have anything on your website or a link to their website or the CGA toolkit is definitely your best resource on that front, but I do have some graphics for anybody who wants to reach out individually or if they want to uh, get some toolbox talks or schedule a safety presentation or any of those kind of things. And, you know, obviously 811 day is just one day and this podcast is going to go live on 811 day, but that doesn't mean that we can't help you out some other time. You know, every day is 811 day as far as I'm concerned. That's right. Safe digging is no accident, buddy. The uh, all right. So with this year's eight one one day, uh, what what is y'all's goal? I know y'all usually try to to spread a focus on a particular message for eight one one day. So what are y'all uh, promoting this year? Yeah, so we've got a couple of big items that we're hitting on this year. And uh, for anyone who participated in the recent webinar that Jason Kuba from my team led uh, for Nuke of Middle Tennessee, we talked about the latest updates to the DIG law or the Underground Utility Damage Prevention Act in Tennessee. So one of the things that we're really hitting on is those updates uh, and especially the damage notice, which is a new type of ticket that you can put in with our service whenever you uh, damage a line or when a utility experiences a damage, they can call it in. So that's number one is the damage notice and the updates to the legislation. And then number two is just letting people know that there's the option to update your long-term, your repeat uh, locate requests online or through our mobile app so that you don't have to sit on the phone. Uh, we all know if you're listening to this podcast, you're no stranger to this information, but there's a ton of work going on. That means a ton of calls coming into Tennessee 811. That means potentially long hold times, especially on Mondays and Tuesdays, which are our busiest days. 
And if you're just calling in to update tickets, you can make it a lot more streamlined, save yourself some time, you know, save yourself some heartache just by doing it online and, and doing it on your own schedule. So want to make people aware of that. But those are the two big things that we're kind of pushing and stressing for 811 Day this year. Yeah, and for anybody that missed that webinar that Jason Kuba did, it was a, it was a pretty good one. There were uh, several changes to the law this year. Uh, only really a couple that will directly affect us out in the field digging ditches, but, I mean, it's good information to have so that you know the whole process from the locator standpoint, from the utility standpoint. Just, you know, the, the more we can learn about the whole process, the more smoothly we can make this whole thing go. So I believe that's going to be uh, the videos of the or recordings of those webinars should be available on our Nuka Mill Tennessee uh, website. And if, if you want to see it, just reach out to Natalie if you can't find it and she'll she'll help share that with you because it was really was very well done. Uh, and those dig tickets are going to be important. Remember that are not dig tickets, but the damage tickets, the damage mm -hmm. tickets are going to be important. That is a part of the law. Now, that if you damage something, you do have to call in or you can enter those even mobily, right? Right now, you do have to call it in, but we are working towards rolling out the online option to make that easier for people too. We uh, we had to put together the process once we knew that the legislation was going to be officially approved and get that out quickly. So we're kind of doing it a step at a time. So right now, you do have to call in, but we're going to get the online uh, component ready as soon as we can. Okay, awesome. So yeah, just call in, report those damages, uh, and... and Honestly, it's a practice that if you've been digging around Nashville long enough, you probably do it anyway because it's a don't always know what you hit. Whenever there's an unmarked cable, you don't know whose it is, what it does, if it's fiber, if it's phone, TV. Sometimes those are hard to tell. Uh, so the best way to always figure that out is just to call 811 and see what's in the area. So they usually have a good idea. Yeah, we recently uh, we were contacted by a contractor who was doing some grading work essentially for a retention pond in Davidson County. And they had run into a phone line that was either not marked or it was mismarked. And they tore this line apart. But whenever they, you know, tried to uncover it, make it easy for the phone company to be able to get to it and do the repair, they realized that someone else had already run into it at some point in the past and it had never been repaired. This thing was spaghetti. It was all over the place. And it was actually one line buried right over the top of the other. One was like a 900 pair and the other was like a 200 pair. And this thing was just, again, it was spaghetti all over the place. And the crazy thing is that, you know, this was a copper telephone line with all these pairs in it. There's not as many people using copper telephone line as there used to be. So even though this line had been substantially damaged twice now, there were no outage calls because there was still just enough pairs on that, you know, larger telephone cable that were still working to keep, you know, the people in service who were utilizing it. So yeah, you can run into a situation where you hit a line and you don't know, first off, you may not know who it belongs to. Second off, you may not know if it's abandoned or it's still active. And even if it is still active, it may seem like it's abandoned because you don't get outage calls immediately. So anyway, a lot of components and, and tricky things that kind of play into it. But the damage notice is kind of one step in making sure that the utility company gets notified and, you know, that you record that, do your due diligence. Yeah. And so I, I was, I was about, about to say, was hell, was that one dead? But I guess not. It was just intact enough to still carry a signal. But you're right. Yeah. So few people use landlines nowadays. I guess that uh, didn't cause that much of a, of a disturbance. So 
And so with the new damage ticket, are you guys going to be submitting those to CGA to the dirt report? Yeah. And that's, that's one of the big questions that we're getting as we do some presentations and speak to people about these damage notices is kind of what is the end goal of collecting this data? What are you doing with it? So the first thing that I like to tell people is number one, a damage notice is not a locate request. You can't dig on a damage notice. It doesn't require, you know, the utilities to respond through the positive response system like they do on a normal ticket or an emergency ticket where you're going to be excavating. It is just informational. That's why we're calling it a notice as opposed to a ticket or a locate request. So the damage notice is how we collect information to know that a damage has occurred. We do send it through to the utilities so that they can receive that information. But in a lot of cases, the, the team or the department or the individual who receives the locate request may not be the same person who can you know start the repair process. It could be a different department. So even when you call in a damage notice, and even though that is sent through to the utilities, the law says you also have to call that utility directly. And in some cases, if you don't know you know, who it belongs to or who the options are in the specific area that you're working at, we can help you identify, at least, you know, nail it down to, all right, it could have been any of the 20 phone companies in the state, but we can whittle it down to two or three based on where it's at and help you get connected to those folks. So that's number one is kind of communicating the damage to the utilities and giving the excavator the information that they need to reach out. And then number two is like you said, sending that data on the back end to the dirt system, the damage information reporting tool that CGA hosts. And that's just for anybody who's not familiar with it. That's an online tool that's used nationwide. If you've ever heard of the dirt report that comes out every year that tries to give some analysis on how damage numbers are up or down and what the primary root causes are this year and how that may have changed, that data that they're pulling from is the damage data that that's being collected locally so we are sending the information on the back end to dirt uh, but the other really important thing that i like to stress is when we send that information to dirt it is the anonymous uh, components of the data so it doesn't identify you know the name of the excavator or their company who's calling in the damage notice it just hits on some basics like when did the damage occur what type of facility was damaged uh, was the owner of that facility, that underground line, a member of the one call service? You know, what type of equipment were you using? So it, it's just the anonymous information that we can use from like an overall education standpoint. And it's not affiliated with the enforcement side of things. So th that's how the back end dirt upload works. No, that's good. And, and I think that's awesome. So I got two things from there. One, you corrected me. I've been calling them damage tickets the whole time we've been recording this thing. And it's a damage <laughs> notice. So. Now I've got to watch myself when I go around talking about these things. And two, you know, that information getting to CGA is important uh, for our industry. You know, the dirt report is something that contractors have been woefully under underrepresented on for years. Uh, you know, a lot of that information comes directly from utility companies and locate companies and, and contractors don't either don't care or don't want to turn around and then enter a separate ticket to CGA to get their information into the dirt report. So the fact that, you know, we even though by law we have to submit a damage notice to Tennessee eight one one, you guys are entering that anonymously on our behalf. Hopefully that'll help level that playing field because whether we like CGA's dirt report or not, it is something that that regulators look at 
uh, on a regular basis. So that's yeah. a great function of that tool. So I think yeah, definitely. Cool. And an interesting thing that we're seeing is, you know, the dirt tool is primarily used by the utility companies, by the utility owners. Uh, but the damage notice, we've got more damage notices coming in from contractors than we do from the utilities. So already just in the month of July, when, since this system has been live, we're already collecting more contractor data than we're collecting utility data. So it, it's it'll be interesting to see how it plays out once we have a full year to be able to look back on. But at this point, we're already collecting a lot more contractor information than we were before. And, you know, I think that at the end of the day, the more people that you have reporting damages, contractors, locators, utilities, the better overall and hopefully more, you know, accurate or realistic picture you're building about the damages. Because do excavators, you know, dig without reasonable care and and dig through lines and do things that they shouldn't do? Yeah, it happens. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the majority of damages are the fault of excavators. You know, it also allows us to look at what's the percentage of locates not being done on time. What's the percentage of a ticket being screened improperly or bad maps contributing to a damage? So I hope that at the end of the day, this will help us paint a, again, clearer and more accurate picture of what's the real root cause of the majority of the damages that we experience in Tennessee. No, yeah, I agree. I think that's a, a great function of this, of, uh, of this, uh, and I'm, I'm happy to see it happening. So, um, I mean, any other 811 day info you want to, want to share with us or y'all just uh, pushing forward? Yeah. I mean, just to hit a little bit more on the updates, we talked about the damage notices and I feel like we've pretty well covered the bases on that front. So again, if you need to put in a damage notice, if you dig through a line or even if you just encounter a line that's already damaged and you want to kind of get that documented, just call us at 811. Let us know that you need to put in a damage notice. We'll get that taken care of for you. If you also need a locate request to go along with that, or you need a second notice, or you need an emergency, you know, depending on the situation, we can take care of that on the same phone call. Uh, but let us get that damage notice in for you. And then as far as the updates, uh, again, just to hit on that, we've got a ton of locate requests coming in from all across the state. And there's large projects that you can't get knocked out in 15 days. There's weather delays, you know, there's locating delays. There's all these factors that play into why one ticket, you know, doesn't always fit the bill. You know, sometimes you have to get that uh, ticket updated to extend it, get the markings refreshed. And sometimes that goes on for weeks or months, depending on the project. So we still get uh, a good chunk of folks who are calling us to do those updates and we're not going to turn you away. You know, we want to provide the service of call before you dig, regardless of the situation. But really, it's not the most efficient use of your time or the efficient way to call or, or to get those updates taken care of. So just from January 1st through most of July, uh, we had about 110,000 updates that came through over the phones as voice tickets. We had about 126,000 that came through our, our ticket portal or remote ticket entry. So right now we're roughly half and half on updates coming online and updates coming in over the phone. And the average phone call for us takes somewhere about six minutes. And it does, you know, tickets individually tend to move faster whenever we're doing updates as opposed to starting from scratch on a new locate request. 
but you can do it faster and do it on your own time and not have to wait on hold, not have to listen to our agents, read off all the details of the ticket, you know, just pull it up on the screen, make sure the information's right, click the button to update it, get it sent through to the utilities. And instead of a six minute phone call, maybe that's a minute or two minutes per ticket. Once you do it for a little bit, you can really streamline that process and, and move a lot faster. And it's, it's interesting because I've got this report of the people who are updating tickets online and some of the top 10 folks are Nuka of Middle Tennessee members. So definitely really appreciate the support and the role that Nuka of Middle Tennessee excavators play in helping on this front because that contributes to a more streamlined uh, process overall. If we're not tied up with all these update calls sitting in queue, then that allows us to get these new tickets banged out, get these new emergency locate requests, get those prioritized and dispatched. And if we can push more people to online ticket entry, not only does it save you time, but it, it makes the process more efficient on our end. So for anyone who is not currently updating tickets online and wants to do that, feel free to reach out to me directly and I can connect you to the resources that you need and get you registered and set up and all that good stuff. But there's also all the information that you need on TN811.com if you'd prefer to start there. So trying to make it easy for everybody to access and it's got a lot of benefit for the people who are updating a lot of tickets. And the other great thing about the online ticket entry is it's 24-7. You can do it at yeah. any point, anytime. Whereas if you need to call in, that's only during normal business hours, Monday through Friday, excluding emergencies. Yeah, that's exactly right. So if you're wanting to update your tickets on the phone, you've got to carve out some time during your workday when you could be getting more productive things done. But if you want to do it, you know, while you're sitting on a Zoom call or listening on a conference call or something like that, you can be doing these updates online and, you know, uh, just be more efficient that way. So absolutely. All right, Craig. Well, I appreciate you joining us again, man. I hope y'all have a, a good 811 day and, uh, I know I challenged all of my guys the on eight one day eight one one day to have zero damages. So I'm gonna give that same challenge to both both Tennessee Nuka chapters. Let's have zero damages on eight one one day this this year. And uh, was, you know, like we said in the beginning, safe digging is no accident. So uh, again, Craig, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Happy eight one one day, everybody, and I'll talk to you next time. All right, guys. I want to again thank Craig for joining. Uh, it's always a joy having Craig on here. I know I give him a hard time, but. He's uh, been around and known Craig for a long time, and honestly, he was instrumental in, in even getting this chapter off the ground. It was after a, a Tennessee Dam Prevention meeting. Craig looked at me and said, hey, you want to start a NUCA chapter? Okay. So it's uh, really, really cool and always a good time to have him on. So thank you, Craig, and thank you, Tennessee 811, for everything you guys do for our industry and, and help help excavators. Uh, so with that, guys, uh, let's get into a few events that are coming up. Uh, we'll kick it off with East Tennessee. Uh, August 18th, they have the Chattanooga Utilities and Excavation Luncheon hosted at Wright Brothers Construction. Uh, get down there and be a part of that and help grow the reach of Nuka of East Tennessee as they try to move into the uh, the East Tennessee more into more of East Tennessee's area. You know, East Tennessee is a pretty good area to cover, and so they're going to go out towards Chattanooga now and, and try and continue to grow that voice. Uh, September 10th, the Dove Hunt Skeet Shoot and Chili Cookoff. Huge event for them last year when it was just a dove hunt. Now that they've got, uh, they've expanded it and they're doing the skeet shoot and chili cook off, it's going to be uh, really, really awesome, e even better than last year. October 22nd, Axe Throwing Tournament and Cornhole Challenge. 
Again, another great event for East Tennessee last year at the Axe Throwing Challenge. Now they're also adding cornhole, so it's going to be bigger and better. Uh, November 11th will be their annual board meeting with officer elections. So uh, keep an eye on their website and stay in contact with Wendy to get some more information on that. And then December 8th will be their holiday cocktail reception. So they got a good good schedule of events uh, on the, on the books there. So stay uh, stay up stay up to date with them and uh, keep finding out what they're going what's going on there in East Tennessee. Uh, so then here in Middle Tennessee, uh, our events we got coming up actually today, the date of this recording being released, August 11th on 811 Day is contract negotiations and drafting 101. Uh, thanks to our friends at Sites and Harbison. Uh, then August 26th uh, is the Nuka of Middle Tennessee Grand Prix at Music City Indoor Karting. Uh, having just been able to go out to the first ever Music City Grand Prix, that was freaking awesome. So I'm looking to have just as much fun at the Nuka of Middle Tennessee Grand Prix at the uh, at the indoor at Music City Indoor Karting. Even though I'm gonna I'm gonna be trying to pretend like I'm an IndyCar driver, but uh, this is it, this is going to be a lot of fun, guys. So get signed up for that. Uh, these go-karts are fast and fun to drive. So if you guys get an opportunity to get out there, get out there and have some fun with us. Uh, September 15th, Social Media in the Workplace, another online uh, education event, uh, which is same thing with Contract Negotiating 101. Those are and Social Media in the Workplace. Those are both online education events. So y'all log in and take a listen to these. Uh, but social media is... Um, and a whole animal unto its own uh, these days with what it has grown to and how many different platforms and, you know, how can your company use it? How can, how can, how does your employees using it affect you? And, and what kind of, you know, what can you do about it? it? You know, it's a, it's a crazy world to try to negotiate. So this will be a very, very good and very informative um, online education event. Uh, October 6th, lunch with Tennessee Congressman Jim Cooper. So that's pretty cool. Uh, we were unable to connect with him this year on the uh, the virtual summit. So he's going to be in person October 6th here at the Hermitage, same place we just had our trifecta commissioner luncheon. Great venue. They did a wonderful job. So it's going to be really cool to be able to sit down and hear, hear from him. Uh, October 21st, crew leader training. Uh, if you guys want any extra information on what crew leader training is, uh, there is a link on our website now. That will give you the curriculum and what you're going to be learning. Uh, it's a great thing. I think it's really valuable for anybody that you're looking to move up in the company. You've got guys that you think are going to be good to be a foreman and run a job and stuff like that. I think this is going to be very, very valuable. Young foreman, uh, even experienced foreman, you know, we can't let ourselves get complacent out there. That's a big thing. Uh, so this helps combat that complacency. Uh, then our premier event every year. Uh, the shotguns and shovels, uh, which is going to be expanded this year. Last year we did is the biggest event in chapter history, uh, and this year we're expanding it. And last year we only did the 50 clay course. This year we're doing the full 100 clay course. We're gonna have our annual meeting before we get started, and we're gonna have some lunch. It's gonna be a very good day. Uh, so November 4th at the Nashville Gun Club, shotguns and shovels, and then our 2021 holiday extravaganza shindig. Uh, at Bagsby Ranch, December 18th, at starting at 6 p.m. Uh, guys, this is just an opportunity for everybody to get get together, have some fun, present our annual awards, 
um, you know, bring your spouse, bring your significant other. We're going to have some music. Uh, there will be a dance floor. There's going to be some cocktails, some food. It's going to be an awesome, awesome night. Uh, so everybody get excited and, and get signed up for these things. Uh, guys, I, I can't say enough at how, how much both chapters have going on. Uh, and we need you guys' help. You know, get out there and support these things. Get out there and 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 participate and be with us. Bring a bring a prospective member. You know, uh, we we keep saying Nuka plus one, each one reach one, and we've got the membership contest going on where the person who recruits the most members wins free four free tickets to a night in the team construction suite for a Predators game of their choice. You know, free food, drinks, a good hockey game for you know it's it's pretty cool. And so, guys, if if you've got a prospective member you want to bring to one of these events. Let us know. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll help you out. We'll get them in there. We'll, uh, you know, waive their fee. Whatever we got to do to get a prospective member out there to come and talk with us. That's awesome. Guys, all we're asking you to do is start the conversation. Then get, then let, call me. We'll go, I'll go to lunch with you. Go have a, go have a beer with you. You know, whatever we got to do uh, to continue to grow the voice of utility excavators in Middle Tennessee. This chapter came on strong a couple years ago. It's still going strong. Like I've talked about on a couple of episodes here recently, got a lot of momentum. We need to capitalize and keep moving and pushing for these things. Um, I think there's a, a lot of great things that Natalie's working on and Wendy's working on. That's going to be great for our industry, great for workforce development, great for for you know the, the voice that we're trying to create to show so that we can make an impact and, and we're there we're there we need to keep that momentum rolling keep growing so with that guys i'll i'll stop yakking for today uh hopefully we'll have a few good episodes here coming up um you know everybody knows the infrastructure bill uh it just got passed so i'm trying to get Eben on to break that thing down for us uh we're hoping to do i, I think everybody's heard of the the uh, what gets measured gets done locator study that Nuka signed off on uh, with with four or five other associations uh, and you know we're almost to the point where those findings are going to be released soon so I'm gonna try and get uh, Mark Bridgers or Eben or one or Doug or one of the guys that's working on this thing with us to uh, come on and maybe give a little sneak peek of what's going to be going on on there uh, hope to get Ryan Kenning on soon you know he he has a way of talking about nuka that just makes you sit up and listen so i want to get him on let him kind of give you his story of how nuka's helped his company uh so with that guys like i said a few minutes ago and then i started yakking again i'll quit yakking now uh so y'all stay safe out there and keep digging tennessee